Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Tuesday, August 1st, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin today with last night's SummerSlam go-home edition of WWE Monday Night Raw, broadcast live on the USA Network from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. In the main event, WWE World Champion Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn defeated Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio. Oh, no! Rollins just in time! The casual was never made official! The briefcase to the face of Dirty Dom! Ballard taking the eyes! Oh! Haluba kick! Stop! Rollins in for the cover! Priest seemingly had the victory in hand after delivering a razor's edge to Rollins, but Priest demanded Finn Balor hand him his Money in the Bank briefcase. Before Priest had a chance to cash in his opportunity, Rollins recovered and eventually pinned Priest after a curb stomp. Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes had their final face-to-face confrontation before SummerSlam. The two tensely shook hands, but after Lesnar body-checked Rhodes leaving the ring, Rhodes delivered a suicide dive. After recovering, Lesnar repeatedly battered Rhodes with the ring steps before delivering an F5 and leaving him laying. Can't help himself. Cody, just stay down. Chad Gable accepted Intercontinental Champion Gunther's five-minute challenge. Gable survived the initial five minutes with the two wrestling for nearly 13 before Gunther scored the pinfall following a powerbomb. After his victory, Gunther climbed on top of the announce desk to cut a promo on his SummerSlam opponent, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, wherever you are, have a close look what I did to that man. It's the fate that awaits you as well. Because come Saturday, I'm gonna end Drew McIntyre once and for all at SummerSlam. The Imperium faction was also victorious during the first match on the card when Ludwig Kaiser defeated Matt Riddle. Raw opened with a Logan Paul segment where he went back and forth on a promo with his SummerSlam opponent Ricochet. After Paul made mention of Ricochet's girlfriend, ring announcer Samantha Irvin, the two wrestlers began to brawl with Paul getting the better of it. For the first time in his life, Logan Paul may have met his physical match in Ricochet. Ricochet taking to the skies. He's caught. Good night, Ricochet. Earlier in the show, Raquel Rodriguez interrupted an in-ring promo by the Judgment Day and fought with Raw Women's Champion Rhea Ripley around ringside until Dominic Mysterio distracted Rodriguez, leading to Ripley chop-blocking her knee. In other results, Shinsuke Nakamura pinned Tommaso Ciampa, Maxine Dupree defeated Valhalla, and Becky Lynch beat Trish Stratus by disqualification only seconds into the match after Zoe Stark jumped in the ring and helped Stratus beat Lynch down. In an update to a story from yesterday's newscast, we have more confirmation that All Elite Wrestling's upcoming All-In event in London will be available via traditional pay-per-view means. 
On Monday, pay-per-view distributor In Demand as well as satellite provider DirecTV confirmed to WrestleNomics that both would be distributing the August 27th show at Wembley Stadium. In Demand is jointly owned by cable providers Comcast, Cox Communications, and Charter Communications and has provided pay-per-views such as pro wrestling, boxing, MMA, concerts, stage plays, and films to cable and satellite companies since 1985. The Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer reported on Sunday that sources had confirmed to him that Xfinity Comcast had added all into its upcoming broadcasting schedule. Matt Men's Andrew Zarian has also confirmed that live event closed circuit provider Johan Promotions would be marketing the show to movie theaters. WrestleNomics' Brandon Thurston noted that he has reached out to AEW's international streaming partner Fight, but has not received a response. AEW has yet to comment on the matter. In ratings news, WWE SmackDown's live broadcast on Fox last Friday night drew an average audience of 2.323 million, according to WrestleNomics. The rating in the key 18 to 49-year-old demographic was 0.61, representing 801,000 viewers on average. The overall figure is up slightly from the 2.309 million that tuned in on July 14th, which was the last time SmackDown appeared in its regular slot on the Fox network although that edition of the program two weeks ago did tally 7,000 more viewers in the demo. Last week's July 21st episode aired on FS1 due to Fox's coverage of the FIFA Women's World Cup. That show set new highs for WWE on FS1, averaging 1.230 million viewers, with 474,000 of them between the ages of 18 and 49. AEW Rampage drew a total audience of 324,000 viewers to TNT last Friday night, according to WrestleNomics. That total is down 21.9% from the previous week's viewership of 415,000. The rating in the key 18-49-year-old to 49 year old demographic was .10, representing 128,000 viewers, down 15,000 viewers on average from the previous week's .11 key demo rating. And we close with some sad news to report. Iconic professional wrestling trailblazer Exotic Adrian Street passed away on July 24th at the age of 82. Confirmed by his family who spoke with the BBC on Monday, Street died at the Grange University Hospital in Cumbran, Wales due to sepsis. Street had suffered a stroke which caused a brain hemorrhage earlier this month and contracted colitis shortly afterward. Born December 5, 1940 and raised in Bryn Mawr, a small town in the southern Welsh county of Blaenau, Gwent, Street grew up longing for more than what the rural mining town could offer. In the 2019 documentary, You May Be Pretty, But I Am Beautiful, The Adrian Street Story, Street noted, quote, The last thing I wanted to do was work in a coal mine. It's dark down there, and I needed a spotlight. I was made to be seen, end quote. Street's father, a miner himself, didn't think much of his son's dreams to one day become a pro wrestler, but at the age of 15, Adrian would run away from home in an attempt to do just that. Beginning his career at the age of 17 as Kid Tarzan Jonathan, working for the George Kid-led Matt Sports promotions, Street's career would take off when he morphed his nature boy Adrian Street gimmick into the androgynous exotic Adrian Street, complete with bleach blonde hair, excessive facial makeup, and glam rock wardrobe. In 1981, Street would come to North America alongside his valet, Miss Linda, who was portrayed by his real-life wife, Linda Gunthrope Hawker, who was also working as a professional wrestler when they met in 1969. Starting in Calgary's Stampede territory, 
Street would migrate to Los Angeles, Memphis, Florida, Southwest, Mid-Atlantic, Mid-South, and Continental, among others, as well as working in Mexico for the Universal Wrestling Alliance. Street's work was particularly notable in the southern United States, where his act would incite the often hostile and prejudiced crowds. Street penned several books about his life in wrestling and also released three musical albums, although his most iconic musical selections, Imagine What I Could Do to You and I'm in Love with Me, were released as a single in 1980 under the name of Adrian Street and the Boston Crabs. Street also played a small role as a wrestler in the 1972 film The Canterbury Tales, as well as a tribesman in the 1981 film Quest for Fire. After retiring, Street and his wife Linda lived in Florida where they produced ring gear and costumes for professional wrestlers. In 2001, Street survived a battle with throat cancer and would continue to train wrestlers at his Skull Crushers Wrestling School until it was destroyed by Hurricane Ivan in 2004. In 2019, the WWE Network produced a documentary on Street titled Imagine What I Could Do to You that spoke to Street about his life and used archival footage. Street attended WWE's Clash at the Castle event in Cardiff last September. Once again, exotic Adrian Street has passed away at the age of 82. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and seven days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The wrestling news can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the wrestling news across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the wrestling news. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.